So my friends, today the church celebrates Trinity Sunday on this octave day of Pentecost. Uh, we contemplate, turn our attention to contemplating the most holy Trinity. Uh, and uh, it's important to know with the Trinitarian mystery, like we, we pray it all the time in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, that we believe in one God who is three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, and that this is a matter of belief, that the Trinity is not something we can reason our way up to. I know I've said this many times before, um, but that we could know that God exists by the power of reason alone. We can know some aspects of God, that God is one, that God is all-powerful, that God is all-knowing, uh, but we can't know who God is. We can't know the inner life of God unless God reveals that to us. And we don't reveal our inner life to people unless we love them, unless we want to tell them about ourselves, unless we want to share ourselves with them. And so God, in his great goodness, because he wants us to share his life, revealed his inner life to us. He revealed that he is a trinity of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And therefore, our only response to that is faith. That because it's not something we can reason our way up to, that in order to approach the Trinity, we need to be on the groundwork of faith. That if we're not standing on those sturdy legs of faith, uh, we're never going to get there. If we just want to see how all the conclusions make sense, we won't get there. It's God's inner life. He reveals it to us. And our faith is our trusting what God tells us about himself. If I were to tell you how I'm feeling today, you could either trust me that that's true or not. If I reveal to you what my dreams and desires are for our ministry here in the coming years, you could either trust me that that's true or it's not. If I could tell you uh, my fears and my worries, you could either trust me that what I've said about that is true or not. You can't reason your way to it. I'm revealing myself to you. And you either believe me or you don't. To begin, we got to set ourselves straight on faith. When we approach the Trinity, we do it through the, God, through the lens of faith. That we believe what God reveals about himself. That we're confident that as God reveals himself to us, so we can share in his inner life, uh, that that is true. And that we're willing to accept that. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't say anything about the Trinity. It would be foolish to say, well, we just don't talk about the Trinity because it's a, it's a mystery. Yeah, it is a mystery. But we should, we still talk about the Trinity. We still can theologically reason about the Trinity. We need to know what we mean when we say the Trinity. Um, and that there's so many, I mean, it's a joke among clergy. And it's a kind of sad joke. Like... Oh, preaching on Trinity Sunday, that's the disaster. Like, you know, a lot of priests are like, my brother priests, unfortunately, are like, make the deacon preach on Trinity Sunday so we could just avoid it. Like, no, that's foolish. If we can't talk about the Trinity, then how is this the God that we believe in and know in and love in? If we're not willing to talk about this God, if we're willing to just say, oh, it's a mystery, it's beyond me. Yes, it's beyond you. It's beyond me. We're never going to fully get our mind around the Trinity. Trying to get our mind around the Trinity is like trying to take the bite, a bite out of a wall. You can't get your teeth around it to get the bite out of it. It's bigger than you are. It requires humility. 
It requires that we could still say something, but we can't get all the way around it. St. Augustine said, Si capitis non es Deus. If you understand, it's not God. Oh, I've got this. Well, then it's not God if you've got it. That's not, God won't ever fit into my brain. But we still talk about the Trinity. We still um, profess our faith in Trinity. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Latin coming up. Uh, because we primarily profess our belief in the Trinity um, in the creed that we pray at Mass. Credo in unum Deum. I believe in one God who is Patrem Omnipotentem, who is the Father Almighty, et in unum Dominum Jesum Christum, et in, and uh, in one Lord Jesus Christ, who is also God, uh, who is God, and in, et in Spiritum Sanctum, Dominum et Vivificantem, uh, and in the Holy Spirit, also God. I believe in one God who is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then particularly in the Creed, when we pray the Creed, Deum de Deo, Lumen de Lumine, Deum Verum de Deo Vero. God from God, light from light, true God from true God. This is all talking about the Son. Genitum non factum. He was begotten, not made. These words are important. There were fights over these words in the history of the church, and we should know them consubstantial with the Father. Again, that's so, of the same substance as the Father. The Son is not of a different substance. And even to say, well, the Son is like the Father, homoousius. No, that's heresy too. It's called semi-Arianism, that the Son is like the... The Son is of the same substance of the Father. If we try to cheapen what we say about the Son, it cheapens the Trinity, and it totally vacates our faith that we've got nothing there if we cheapen the Trinity. I believe in one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not the Father. One God, three persons. We don't divide them into three gods. One God who is three persons. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that then we are invited into this Trinitarian mystery. That through the mission, through the sending of the Son and the Holy Spirit, that we're invited to participate in the inner life of God. We poor creatures who can't even get our mind around the Trinity are invited to take part in the inter-Trinitarian life. That this is how good our God is to us. That he invites us that we are adopted in the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, that we call the Father, Father. It's only the Son who has the power by nature to call the Father, Father, but that the Son gives that to us because we're adopted in him, that we share in the Sonship of Jesus Christ, and that the Holy Spirit empowers us to do that. The Spirit sent into our hearts that we can cry out, Abba, Pater, God, Abba, Dad, Father, that this is what the Trinity does. God invites us into his Trinitarian life. It's so important to know and to love the mystery of the Holy Trinity, to want to not talk about the Trinity, to want to say, no, we can't, we don't go, it's a mystery, we don't talk about that, right? I don't understand it. It must be irrational. It's not irrational. It's bigger than I am. To not want to talk about the Trinity it's not want to talk about someone I love. I love the Father. I love the Son. 
I love the Holy Spirit. I believe in one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe this because the Holy Catholic Church teaches me this, because we're formed in the Church. God sent his Son to the world. God so loved the world, he gave, he sent his only Son, visibly, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. The Trinity doesn't just stay wrapped up in itself. Rather, the Son is sent by the Father and the Holy Spirit is sent by the Father and the Son to give us life, to let us share in their divine life. My friends, this is, our, this is a, the core belief of our faith. Saint, uh, in these red prayer books, when you eventually get back into the church and when we eventually have them back here, uh, we have what's called the Athanasian Creed, the Quicumque. Quicumque vult salvus esse ante omnia opus est uteneat catholicam fide. Whoever wishes to be saved, above all, must keep the Catholic faith. And this is what the Catholic faith teaches. We worship one God in the Trinity and the Trinity in unity. That that's when we say we believe and we worship God. That that's, we're talking about the Trinity. My friends, on this Trinity Sunday... Um, let's study and pray and contemplate more of the Trinity. What are we going to do for all of eternity? We'll be contemplating the Trinity. That's what it'll be for all of eternity. And so on this Trinity Sunday, let's take a chance to contemplate the Trinity, to consider the love, knowledge of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the great gift of our God, who invites us to share in that Trinitarian life. Let's have a new awareness of our call, our great call as Christians, to be adopted in the Son by the power of the Holy Spirit. So with all the angels and the saints, we can proclaim for all ages in heaven, glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.